Hello, aviators and podcast listeners. This is your captain speaking. Welcome to Out Now with Aaron and Abe. The exercise today is to break down the summer gamble, which I should have entered as I would have easily outwitted the supposed professionals and would have placed Hop Gun Maverick as the top film of the summer box office. And now it's one of life's mysteries that no one did. Remember, no points for second place. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. You are dismissed. We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe, I am so hot right now, and I'm not even talking about my licks, baby. <laughs> Out Now is a film podcast. <laughs> We're aiming to discuss new movies <laughs> weekly. However, this is a special time of year. That's right, Labor Day weekend in America, <laughs> which, which, which can only mean two things. Uh, one... Most of us had work off today. It was nice. But also, it's the end of the Summer Movie Gamble. Summer Movie Gamble X has officially come to a close. We have the final results for the top 10 highest grossing films of the summer at the domestic box office. Abe and I are here. We have some guests that I'll get to in a second. And we're going to go over what those films were and who amongst us, the 17 of us that were entered into this competition, came out on top with the most accurately predicted top 10 list for this summer gamble it's it's here it's happening it's now we, we made it yeah more catchphrases we can develop off of this <laughs> opening segment here uh joining us to discuss the summer movie gamble and the results and just the summer movies in general uh we have from movies marcus he, <laughs> he's arrived at the uh. jurassic world to pick up the black phone only to realize that his bullet train is late and he'll need to use light year to make sure to get what? <laughs> <laughs> to get close to those aliens so he can say oh. nope it's marcus robinson <laughs> i'm also very very hot and i'm talking about my looks <laughs> also joining us the host of such podcasts as deep blue sea the podcast and con air the podcast he wants to know where those crawdads sing but unfortunately he needs the help of Elvis, Maverick, and Doctor Strange in order to get him to Bob's Burgers, where he'll find out all of the truth the, the next summer at Downtown Abbey. What? <laughs> it's Mark next summer. So I, I didn't want to feel hot, so I joined my pal, the swimming chicken dinosaur, in some nice ice water oh. swimming, and I feel great right now. I you just thought hope, ahead. No. Yeah. yeah, I was like, you know, everyone's gonna be hot on this recording. I'm gonna be cold mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. swim with a real jerky swimming chicken dinosaur. <laughs> that's probably the, my favorite thing that's happened all year: swimming chicken dinosaur. I, love I like that it. Thing. You've answered a question for later. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. I make sure to get one of my answers in early. I love it. <laughs> how are you? How are you guys doing this evening? That's like hot and cold, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm nervous, y'all. Y'all, you called me up and you you invited me for this episode. And normally when I enter into competitions, like my buddy asked me to to pick a toy car to be involved and be involved in a toy car race for his channel. And the uh-huh. car I picked was the one that didn't even finish the race. So <laughs> like I like I just, you know, I'm hoping that's I, I like losing in style. So I'm a little worried about winning, but I don't think I'm gonna win. But I'd rather be last than fifth. 
if that makes sense. Oh, interesting. You yeah, I see what you're saying. Last said... fifth. That's interesting. That's an interesting mm-hmm. way to phrase that. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll go well, with that. Okay. Well, you, you both will <laughs> okay. see. You both wow. will see soon enough uh, because we do have the results. But before we get into all that, let me let me break down how this works to to, to help clarify things a little bit. Obviously, as I'm I so glad you're here because I always just jump into things and like, <laughs> I, I never explain anything. So this is awesome. I love That's it. That's what I mean. They wouldn't get the job done in Maverick under your watch. They'd just be like, I guess we fly through a tunnel. We've got four minutes. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right, y'all. We got the John Ham of the situation. Let's go. What is a Sam? Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right so <laughs> we're getting too far off um we all we all, as 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 we all know we predicted the we all made our picks for the top 10 highest grossing films of the summer we also put in three dark horse picks films that might break into the top 10 uh so now i've tabulated all those results based on everything that we've had here and how that works is and i'll summarize this as quick as i can because it's just a lot of math uh, but essentially if you got number one or number 10 correct that afforded you 13 points if you got two through nine correct, and if your picks were exactly dead on with two through nine, you get 10 points. If your pick was one away from the correct spot, seven points, two away, five points. If your pick was anywhere in the top 10, three points. Woo. For example, all of us did not pick Top Gun for number one. None of us picked it for number two or number three, meaning we could only get three points for Top three Gun points. for all of us that had it in there because right. it was nowhere near any of those slots. Another example, Doctor Strange, it ended up being number two at the box office. If we had Doctor Strange number two, we got 10 points. If you had a number three, you got seven points, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So that's the basic breakdown of the math there. Okay. Um, so that that's how this goes, and that's how I've added all these points. Oh, of course, the sorry, the dark horses. You get one point for each dark horse, mm-hmm. uh, which certainly came into play because a lot of us had certain movies in there, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, okay. <clears throat> so before we go over the results here, let's go over what the top 10 films of the summer are. At the box office work. Here we go. Uh, so here we go. Here was number 10. Bullet Train with 87 million. Number nine was The Black Phone with 89 million. Huh. Number eight was Lightyear with 118 million. Number seven was Nope with 120 million. Elvis hit number six with 140 million. Thor, Love and Thunder, number five with 340 million. Minions, Cole and the Rise of Gru, 359 million for number four. Number three, Jurassic World Dominion with 375 million. Number two, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, 411 million. And number one, with multiple, multiple bullets and <laughs> torpedoes and <laughs> rockets and everything else, Top Gun Maverick, $700 million. Uh, just today, I believe it topped uh, Black Panther to be, I believe, like the number five highest grossing movie domestically of all time. Incredible. Uh, pretty yeah incredible that's a good yeah top good top to four it. not a shocker because we've been talking about it for the last you know month and a half uh-huh. but man yeah that last back half there woo. yeah it uh it was pretty wild watching things play out <laughs> and certainly seeing like the black phone hold its ground and stay number nine is very impressive yeah. um Derek so, can speak mainstream like sinister and that yeah like, uh, exorcism point, yeah. Or emily rose like he's found an interesting way to like synthesize a lot of uh, horror ideas and just make them work for the mainstream. Mm-hmm. I when dig it when he's working with a good script. Yeah, he's got he knows how this thing goes for sure. Yeah, not that movie where Eric Banya wears like a backwards hat. Yeah, the devil and knife fights the devil. <laughs> no, no, it's it's sorry, Joel McHale knife fights the devil. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joel McHale wears I was a like, backwards Eric hat. Eric Banya, that'd be dope. <laughs> Eric Banya's just like he's just like New York cop or whatever. Yeah, I was like where... he played a cop in one of those horror movies because it's him and what's his name, Edward um... Norton Jr. 
not Edward. Oh, um, what's his Edward name? Edward Norton Jr. <laughs> no. Um, oh, for fuck's sake, what is it? Describe um, him. He he's a a, a, a Latin actor. A, a, a devil, devil, deliver us from evil. That's what the Edgar Ramirez. That's oh, like, Edgar Ramirez. Like it's yeah, not yeah, Eduardo. That's, that's Edgar, Edgar Ramirez. Yeah, yeah, yeah Edgar yeah, Ramirez yeah. plays like a hip priest who wears like right. jeans and a leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, why why hasn't he been cast in the George Michael biopic yet? Yet is the key answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a simple guy, you know, you know me. And so normally watching Joel McHale with a backward hat and I fight the devil <laughs> is like an A plus automatically. It does it, it, does it for you. I just walk out the theater, write A plus on a yeah. little piece of paper, and I <laughs> just slap it score. Yeah, that's it. That's as it. soon as he turns okay. his hat backwards, yeah. Yeah, well, enough enough about July second, two thousand fourteen. <laughs> deliver us from evil. <laughs> let's let's get let's get to this. Um, so before we go over the results, let's get some general summer movie thoughts. We had a lot of movies this summer, a lot of different kinds of movies this summer. Mm-hmm. I, I want to hear your guys' general opinions on this one. But before that, I want you to pick just one, just one movie that was your favorite film of the summer. Marcus, what was your what would be what would you say is your favorite movie of the summer? Okay, so I picked I I did pick one movie. Uh, uh, I picked, I picked Fire Island. I really, really, really enjoyed Fire Island a lot. I didn't think I was going to, um, but I did like Good Luck Leo Grand, Good Luck to You Leo mm-hmm. Grand, and Prey equal measure. So I'm gonna say Hulu. That was my number one movie. Wow. Of, okay, All right. of you're, you're picking because streaming I'm picking the a streaming service. No, uh, yeah, I, I would pick. I, honestly, I pick Fire Island. It's mm-hmm. it's one of the two movies that I saw twice. I think it's a perfect um, rom com. Rom coms are hard to get on any kind of list with me, and I thought it it handled everything well. It went into dark directions, which I love, and um, it really focused on characters that aren't really seen in in uh, uh, mainstream cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I loved it. I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. Okay, you know you don't know this, but I have a gong behind me, and the second you started mentioning other <laughs> movies besides just the one that I was instructed, I was gonna ring it. But then you brought it all back around again. I know I brought it all back. I had a concept there. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Mark, what, what about you? What, what is your, your favorite film of the summer? Well, I was really excited because I thought Moonfall came out during the summer. And I, <laughs> and I, I'm earnest about this. There, there's a scene where the moon is falling on Earth and they have to leave. You guys know this, but they have yeah. to take an old spaceship to battle the moon. But then mm-hmm. a gravity wave comes out of nowhere. As they do. And it's like when you add that many elements on it. If I mean, like, if Joel McHale turned his hat backwards and started night fighting <laughs> the moon, I'd have slapped the A plus plus. Wow! Like the Cinema Score uh, people watch, like, we don't even go this high. Watch Drax do this in Guardians Three. He fights a moon. It's a void with the backwards hat on. <laughs> backwards hat on, yeah. Drunk it's dials like him like in the first yeah. one. He you know, like, here, Drax, take this. Okay, okay, cool. Like, Drax <laughs> with a Kangol. Like Drax with a Kangol knife fighting the moon. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be like, hold him back. He's gonna give it three A pluses. <sighs> okay, but that's that's February. What what okay. what about the summer? What was your favorite movie? <laughs> <sighs> Well, it's too. I just watched Marcel the Shell with shoes on, so it's mm-hmm. too soon. So I can't say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm gonna say Prey because I've watched it about three yeah, times, nice. and I love Prey. Yes, great. Like, Mid Thunder's so cool. I'm a huge Legion fan. I, I like the the way the Yaucha looked. I'm always down for a bear fight. Mm-hmm. You know, great. Yeah, yeah, I'm Prey. That's it. Yeah, That's Prey. Great. Prey. Oh, yeah. I, I keep thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. we're thinking about it now. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. you seen Brain? <laughs> I've seen it a couple times. Yeah, I've seen uh, it a few times. Yeah, <laughs> I, I keep lamenting that I haven't seen it on the big screen, and I never will. It's a, it's a big, it's a real shame. Uh, Aaron, I'm going, I'm going just straight box office here. We talked about this sort of midsummer as well. Top Gun Maverick is uh, my my favorite movie this summer, um, for reasons we discussed earlier. But just to recap, it is a movie that looks incredible just with all the practical things that they've done. Uh, I loved reading about all the stuff they did behind the scenes in terms of the technical things. And then also it, it really just opened up a lot of my, uh, my brain doors that were closed because we'd been seeing so much um, visual graphics and, and whatever else uh, in these Marvel movies and, and everything else before. But Top Gun Maverick was just one that was very simple, simple story, A to B, uh, bad guys are unknown, good guys are on the screen. And let's just get things done here. Uh, knocked my socks off. Saw it like three times. Well, I, <clears throat> I certainly look forward to talking more about Top Gun as well as the other movies we mentioned and more. Uh, mine is Nope. Um, I thought it delivered on exactly what I wanted from a summer movie as far as being this big, ambitious, original thing. Interesting references to past work while making, you know, having Jordan Peele still make something entirely his own. A lot of, you know, fun performances, great concepts just all the all the elements that kind of came together to make this this kind of big spectacle film from a certain point of view uh i thought just really really worked for me and i, I can't wait to see it more times marcus is holding back his rage so hard right now well let's move on <laughs> just, yeah. i'm just kidding no, i'm just kidding let me what's this deduct um, points from summer gamble this isn't how we grade things we're not a, we're not the we're not fifa or the ioc <laughs> Top Gun Maverick almost got my number one because it features the song Slow Ride in a pro- prominent <laughs> scene. That's like that that almost that's it's number two for me. Yeah. There you go. And then he unplugs the jukebox to play the piano, which is a weird move, <laughs> but we you know, I guess it works. Oh, number rooster. two for me was obviously uh Lightyear. <laughs> I think that was your number one. Yeah, that was no, but as far as the quality, number two is quality. (laughs) There you go. All right. Well, with with that in mind, did you did you guys have general thoughts on just like this summer at the movies? Just just like quick ideas. Like Mark is like, if you had to summarize like this summer at the movies, how how did it go for you? Um, it was another solid solid summer. I I I will go with everybody on here and say, um. I, I'm always kind of like eh, on whether or not I have to see a movie in the theaters and I have, but Top Gun brought me right away. One of the first movies I saw in, this, in the movie Gamble right away, a reason to go to the theater. You have to see it in the theater. Last year it was uh, Kong and, and Godzilla. Yeah. And this year it's, it's Top Gun Maverick. So yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's what keeps me there. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Can we just right. talk Kong versus Godzilla for the rest of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, backward hats, Mark. I mean, oh, yeah, if, if Kong if Kong had a giant backwards hat, grabs it, maybe that's the plot of the next movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, I please. wish. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> what kind of uh, what, what, backwards hat? How how do you even fit him for one? Oh, I mean, knows? he made it, he, he has an axe. He can make a hat. Yeah, he takes true, a lot yeah. of naps. He naps a lot <laughs> on those so strengths. So I'm wondering if like, and they blew up his house in the movie before that, which is like a kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I mean, he's just napping, get a hat on him. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Mark? Any any um, summarizing thoughts of the summer? 
Well, this, you know, I thought Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness was going to clear a billion. I thought it still had that Spider-Man No Way Home mm -hmm. hype. Uh, it came close. I was, it has like 948 or something. I, mean, I, I, know, I, just, I don't know. I was so certain of it. And, you know, I knew Minions was going to crush. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion, I thought uh, Fallen Kingdom have kind of diminished the brand. But Swimming Chicken Dinosaur led it to almost a billion dollars. Watching Elvis keep making money. Watching Black Phone yeah. keep making money. Uh, Lost City. Yeah. Like, like uh, there's a lot of movies that just hung in there in the theater and just did really well. So, yeah, I mean, I think it was a fun summer to watch. It, I don't yeah we did have a godzilla vs kong though or kong vs godzilla that was awesome <laughs> but you know um but yeah i think it kicked off right with dr strange and pizza papa who's like probably one of the best characters yeah. of 2022 but yeah that's that's my overall thought just watching like watching movies hang in there there were some movies that i thought would do better that didn't some movies that like absolutely crushed that i didn't see coming so you know i thought thor love and thunder would be up there but it didn't and yeah. so it was just kind of it was kind of fun. Yeah, I, I don't think I could have expected yeah. a lot of the 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 trends this summer. So mm -hmm. it was cool. Yeah, kind of just piggybacking right off of that. I think the word that I would use is a surprising summer um, and in large part just because of what Top Gun was able to achieve. But everything that Mark just mentioned there, like all of these tentpole Marvel films that I think we were all sort of betting on to, to cross a certain number mark um, that did not. And even Jurassic World Dominion, which um it didn't really Pixar. underperform. Yeah, Pixar. Yeah, definitely Lightyear. Like none of yeah. these really like. I don't think Jurassic World Dominion underperformed, but I think that there was just perhaps uh, a huge crush on some other movies that had been released earlier in the summer. So, and even my my, uh, you know, sort of like not really dark horse, but uh, hopeful pick that Thor could come through and destroy uh, being released late in was it. Uh, july or early july early july yeah i was like well you know it's gonna come through and, and resoundingly bounce back but now there's just some staying power from some earlier stuff but also um the side comment about the surprising is just that you had a lot of great stuff coming to streaming services mm -hmm. we're talking mm -hmm. about prey chip and dale Jester rangers just won an emmy you know there's there's some really good stuff that just came to streaming this summer so kind of like a, a surprising summer aaron what about you in terms of like quality i'd say the for the most part, the blockbusters delivered. I I, I I see a lot of films here that that are on the top ten, and I, I can't say there's any here that I like massively. Dis I don't think anything I dislike. Like there's you know they waver in quality or what have you, but I, I think in terms of studios putting out stuff that audiences want to see, it's there. Like it, there's a there's a variety of genres being represented here. There's a different demographics mm -hmm. that are being served. Obviously, it's blockbuster stuff, so you know you're getting a lot of crossover, but for the most part, I think people showed up to movies that they wanted to see, and those movies were delivering what was expected of them. You can argue, you know, which ones had higher expectations or not, and we can talk about that more later. Um, and certainly, you have a movie like Top Gun that massively overperformed compared to expectations. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of my satisfaction with the summer, we'll talk more about you know more than just the blockbusters later on. There's a lot here that I really enjoyed, mm -hmm. um, and it certainly reflects. Uh, a certain standard that I, I look for when it comes to, you know, summer movies. Yeah. And where okay. the Crawl Dads thing made $116 million worldwide. Yeah, it's prison. It's number 11. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's a dark horse. <laughs> it's a... Man, I like it. It's a, it's kind of a steep downturn because you have like Crawl Dad, DC Super Pets, that's 80. Then 13 is Downton Abbey at 43. Uh, so it's, okay. it's so everything just kind of takes kind a, of a little bit of a cliff there. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, between between like Thor at 300 to Elvis at 140, <laughs> <laughs> and there's Lightyear at 118 and the Black Phone at 89. There's some interesting ridges, which still right. comes with you know we're slowly getting things back to how they used to be uh, to varying degrees. Right. Uh, but we'll talk about, we'll talk more about that. Let I will stop delaying, and we can get to these results. This is exciting now <laughs> for the summer movie gamble. Um, I have the numbers here. I have the rankings. I'll tell you this right now: multiple ties. Not surprising. Uh, we had a lot of entrance uh, entrances in this year's mm-hmm. subscription, but also, uh, I'm not surprised by the multiple. no identical lists, which okay. never happens anyway. But no identical, not, not even ones that were all of that close. There was, mm-hmm. but you know, mostly the prime suspects were all represented in all 13 slots. Um, and so I'm just going to go through it here. <laughs> prime suspects. Yeah, as far as yeah. which movies you, you know yeah, are going to put into the, like, there's I like I your I, I like your your word choice. <laughs> I mean, you're you're the one outlier that's like, oh, Marcel the Shell, Dark Horse. Like, <laughs> that's one of the few like off the wall. Mark movies. liked it. <laughs> oh, so good. See? No one's denying the quality. <laughs> it's a great. It's in my top ten. No one's denying the quality. It's a good movie. It's so nice. It's yeah. such a nice movie. Anyhow, let's get to it, Aaron. Okay. <laughs> so as I mentioned, there's 17 entrants in this year's uh, summer gamble. Yeah. Um, with that said, only 11 places uh, are going to be noted here. Okay. And the first spot we have here is a tie for 11th place in last place. Oh, no. Here it comes. <laughs> I'm so scared waiting for. right now. That's right. Oh, I'm going to mention God. it. Adam Gentry and Yancey Burns. Wow. Number 11. Oh, wow. Okay. 37 points shared between them. Okay. Uh, both friends of the show, obviously. They're in the summer gamble. Uh, Adam, uh, he had a crawdad, Elvis, nope, pause of fury, Top Gun 2, Lightyear, Doctor Strange, Minions, Thor, and Jurassic World. It is number slot, number one slot there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but betting big on Thor didn't help him too much. None of us had Top Gun, so that's not going to be something I'm going to keep commenting on. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but having a uh, pause of fury and crawdad, uh, that 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 hurt a lot because there's no no points there at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, with Yancey, he had, um. Let's see. He had Elvis, Downton Abbey, Bullet Train, DC Super Pets, Nope, Top Gun, Doctor Strange, Lightyear, Minions, and Jurassic World. Uh, he bet big on Minions, but not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite reach that high. Same with Lightyear, which did, certainly didn't reach that high. Uh, he had Bullet Train in there, he had Elvis in there, but just you know, just a mix of slots, which right. ultimately didn't help too much. But yes, those are our, our bottom entries this year for me, okay. Dad. Okay. Well, those thanks for playing, losers. guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those losers. <laughs> Number 10. Oh god. With 39 points. That's right. It's Zaki Hassan. Zaki. All right. Yes. Zaki came in here. He had Downton Abbey, Nope, Bob's Burgers, DC Super Pets, Minions, Top Gun, Thor, Lightyear, Jurassic World, and Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh Super Pets and Burgers. Bet big on the end and Minion. Yeah, I mean he yeah, bet he had a lot of the, animation. He had all the animated yeah. films in here, but or unfortunately not, you know, and he had I mean, both kids Dark Horses. So, you know, he was he probably factoring and, that in. Yeah. And yeah. But unfortunately, they just didn't uh, crack yeah. the top 10. Uh, so that, you know, led to no points. Uh, that hurts it. Mm. Okay. Number nine. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I there know. It Here it comes. With 43 points. That's right. Box office expert, Scott Mendelson. Number nine. <laughs> All right. You're going to send me Scott? Whoa. Forbes contributor, like- Scott Mendelson. <laughs> I, I just did a backflip. I don't know if you can catch that. We, we, heard, we heard it. it yeah, was, we heard it. It was okay. one of those summers, y'all. Yeah. It's a, it's a I just, I, I, I will say this. You know, our best years, we get somewhere on like 70-something points. Mm-hmm. 
none of us got that high this year. I mean, we're still coming out of the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, well, even then, we were all wrong. Is our point? <laughs> the pandemic's never been all... better. Like, I can tell you, we last all got year, over seven though. Last so year, Brandon good. was the winner. He had seventy-one points. I had sixty-nine points. Like that's in the pandemic. Like this, yeah. <laughs> this is not. This <laughs> How does Scott do? Scott had Downton Abbey, Elvis, Bullet Train, Top Gun, Minions, Lightyear, Nope, Thor, Doctor Strange, and Jurassic World. His big fall was, of course, betting big on Nope. That was that affected a lot of things, and okay. you know everyone that put Lightyear ahead of Minions didn't help him. Um, so that's that's a factor as well. And then Downton Abbey screwed a lot of us, um, and so that <laughs> that, uh, that really put a damper on things. Those Minions make bank, y'all. They do. They do. Yeah. They do. <laughs> A lot of hindsight you can throw at this, that's for sure. <laughs> can they put that on the if we had no, like yeah, but Hoffmeyer, those yeah, minions, those minions big, 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 big. Can I redo my list? Yeah. yeah. Deep Blue Sea Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Here's the next one. A cinema score. Number eight, eighth place with 44 points. Man, here it is. A Mua. Woo! All right. Ahead of Scott okay. Mendelson. Ahead of Scott. <laughs> finally, I finally beat him. Yeah. Uh, as I as I come up from my award speech, I I just trip a little bit, but I also just get on the mic and say, "At least I'm not last." But congratulations to all the participants. There you go. <laughs> well, Abe, you had Downton Abbey, Elvis, Super Pets, Nope, Lightyear, Minions, Top Gun, Doctor Strange, Thor, and Jurassic World. Uh, I only want to comment and say that I, I'm glad that I kind of got light year lower, but it's you do you have you have it lower than most. Yeah, uh, which but helped it you. wasn't it wasn't uh, my best effort, but you thank got you. nope you got nope dead on. Well, yeah, that's ten points, but you know I, I also lost number one and number two, so uh, and, and number ten. Let's not forget that yeah. that's key also. <laughs> and I also <laughs> had you know our favorite Marcel Deschamps, but you know, uh, but Marcel. thanks. Yeah, the, at least I did not last, but I was hoping for a, a top five finish, so I'm a little disappointed. Well, better luck next year. Thank that's, you. That's what they say. Number seven. Number 47 points. It's Terrence Johnson. Terrence! All right. Yes. He had Downton Abbey, yeah. Elvis, DC Super Pets, Top Gun, Nope, Minions, Thor, Lightyear, Doctor Strange, and Jurassic World. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much the same kind of stuff here. Right. Nothing, nothing dead on, uh, which just doesn't help. No. <laughs> it was a lot of... A lot of factor again, like I'm trying, I was trying to find like the patterns here, and a lot of us were just counting Elvis out, like we we're counting it down. Everyone had Elvis pretty low in the top 10, right? It's, you know, hit number six, like it hit a or six, yeah, mm-hmm. Two, three, four, just kept yeah. making money, yeah, it did. It, it was a steady player, yeah. hell um, yeah, I'm still in that, Terrence. Next up, number six with 48 <laughs> points. Oh man. It's Jose Cordova. Jose! Right. Jose. Yeah. Crawdads, Super Pets, Elvis, Nope, Top Gun, Lightyear, Minions, Doctor Strange, Thor, and Jurassic World. He had Crawdads Uh, perfect then. Well, no, Crawdad. No, Crawdad. Number 10 is Bullet Train. Oh, Uh, Bullet Train. Crawdads isn't in the top 10. My my bad. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, But I mean, yeah, he had had Nope dead on. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had Minions dead on. Uh, he, you know, he had, you know, having having two alone seems rare at this point for a lot of us <laughs> in this year's yeah, gamble. So right. he was he was knocking some out, um, but yeah, we still had to settle for sixth. Right. Okay. Number five, Ooh, fifth place. Top five. Here we go. Is a three way tie. Oh my gosh! It better not be Marcus, Aaron, and Mark. That'd be hilarious if it <laughs> oh, was. God, this is me. It is Peter Paris. Okay. Mark Hoban. Okay. And one Marcus Robinson. 
Okay, okay. My hat's being flipped backwards right now. I'm flipping my hat backwards right now. That's good. I'm uh, 51 points. 51 points. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. That's Uh, good. I'm glad. I'm happy with that. It's a little bit of synergy that Marcus and Mark both got a number five here. I, know. I um, feel like that's a step down for him and a step up for me. So, <laughs> um, Peter Paris, he had Elvis, Super Pet, Bullet Train, Top Gun, Nope, Lightyear, Thor, Minions, Doctor Strange, and Jurassic World. Um, a lot of guys had Nope dead on. That seems to be mm-hmm. the most consistent one as far as us getting that accurately. Um, and then, you know, just just oh sorry no that that's the other one uh no peter did not have no he had no one slot early um no yeah here's it's just a lot of uh, near misses uh mark hoban had dc super pets elvis bullet train nope top gun minions lightyear thor jurassic world and doctor strange and of course marcus you had bullet train which was key to your victory here at number five because you had uh, you had a dead on pick which is ooh. rare at number for a number 10 uh, no less which got you a whopping 13 points 13 points uh, but then you like immediately uh, downed yourself by doing pause of fury. Um, <laughs> but then you came back up with nope. A little okay, bit. You okay. got some points there. You had all Top right, Gun, right. of course. You put yeah. Doctor Strange super low for some reason. Um, that that didn't help you very much, but you got some points still. You put Super <laughs> yeah. Pets very high because of your love for Kevin Hart. I understand. Um, of course, yes. Then you have Thor. <laughs> you have Minions pretty high, which is fair again. Then you have Jurassic World. Uh, but then you went for light year for number one. Baffling. Yeah. Just baffling. That's why I thought I was going to get last place. Yeah. I went to the theater and I was alone. In the, in the can, can I admit something? Uh-huh. Sure. I think this is the like first it. time I've ever heard of Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. <laughs> that movie went completely. It was in and out theaters right now. Very quickly. Yeah. I, I must have. It, it didn't stick. I guess it's it didn't a, stick. It, it, it was it, it was originally called Blazing Samurai because it's a, it is a yeah. animated remake of Blazing Saddles, which yeah. has and it has Mel Brooks in it. Wait, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, yeah it is. all this yeah. is true. It's it, it has yes, it has Sam Jackson and, and Michael Sarah, the dream team you've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you like it? Aaron? I didn't see it, but it's on Paramount Plus now, so I, I can I, I watch just, it. I just saw it and I. I oh, forgot impre- about impre- it too. Until you podcast, until you, I get it. Yeah. for this podcast because I knew I was going to get dragged, but I forgot about it. Just not uh, sticking. Yeah. Right now, it's not sticking. Unfortunate. But... It was. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, I like your gusto, what, Marcus. What, I mean, what if I told you the whole title was Pause of Fury: Colon The Legend of Hank? <laughs> he probably yeah. would have moved it up even higher. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I'd have put it at three if I remembered it. It's got the name Hank in it. <laughs> I feel like if more people knew it was a Blazing Saddles remake, they would have put it on this list. That's what I went. I wish they kept it called Blazing Saddles remake. All the kids know Blazing Saddles. It's called. It was originally Blazing Samurai. That's it's. That's a cool title. That's a cool title. I don't know. Blazing Samurai. I was into that before I knew it was a Blazing Saddles remake. I was just like, oh, there's an animated (laughs) film called Blazing Samurai with Sam Jackson in it. Cool. I'm into that. Exactly. Weird that there's no other Asian characters besides, I guess, George Takai by default. But I mean, like, that's the choice. Yeah. That it is a choice that, uh, yeah. Yeah. Watch watch top five. You made it. (laughs) You made the top five. Yeah. That's what's up. That's all I needed. Okay. That's all I needed. Well, next up, we have a tie for fourth place. And this is with 52 points. Okay. It's for one Philip Vandy Price and Jay Cluett. Okay. Vandy and Jay. That's right. 
Ooh, fourth place. Mark, fourth place top you... three. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, so, Philip, he had Super Pets, Crawdad, Elvis, Nope, Top Gun, Minions, Thor, Lightyear, Doctor Strange, and Jurassic World. Um, so, yeah, he had Nope dead on. That helped mm-hmm. for sure. Um, Minions of Thor, he had him interchanged right there. Yeah, it's that light year, baby, that just keeps like <laughs> screwing people up. And people, yeah. you're so like banking on, yeah, on Pixar to deliver. Oh. <laughs> it really yeah. didn't. Um, but yeah, he also had like Crawdad and Super Pets, which got, got no points, but he had mm-hmm. both, he had both Bullet Trainer Black Phone as his Dark Horses. Dark so Horses, nice. yeah. Two a lot of people right had like two out of three in the Dark Horses, so yeah. A lot of people played Bullet Train and Bullet and Black Phone, yeah. Um, for the most part, some Elvises. Um, Jay, he had Downton Abbey, Elvis, Bullet Train, Nope, Top Gun, Lightyear, Thor, Minions, Jurassic World, and Doctor Strange. Um, once again, Nope in the right spot. Uh, others were just kind of slightly off. Yeah. Uh, despite being a Jurassic Park fan, he betrayed himself and put that at number two. Uh, <laughs> it didn't help him since that, you know, if he had Doctor Strange number two, I would have got him 10 points. But well, he, betray- he betrayed did- the thing he loves and it bit him in the ass. That's what yeah. happened. Good showing by the, the swimming chicken dinosaur. Yeah, the swimming dinosaur. Yeah. Good showing by good the Brits this summer. <laughs> good enough. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> good enough for number Top four. Top four for the, for the Brits. Yeah. <laughs> number three is, is a tie, a three way tie. Whoa. For number okay. three uh-huh. with 53 points, it's Alan Aguilera. Okay. Mark Hoffmeyer. Hey. And right. me. Woo! Hey. All right. Wow. Top three. All right. Top three. Bob's, Bob's burgers at 10 burned me. <laughs> well, Alan, uh, he had Pause of Fury, Super Pets, Bullet Train, Nope, Lightyear, Elvis, Top Gun, Minions, Doctor Strange, and Jurassic World. Uh, Pause of Fury didn't help him out there. Um, he had Black Phone as Dark Horse. Uh, Super Pets didn't help him out there, but he had Nope on track. Mm-hmm. He had Lightyear pretty low. He had Elvis pretty good pretty man. high yeah. which helped which helped just because right. so many people didn't have all this high uh and then you know like the other there's like slightly off uh mark you had bob's burgers elvis bullet train nope top gun Lightyear, thor minions jurassic world and doctor strange so yes bob's burgers did not help you uh mm-hmm. you did have black phone for an extra point there at the dark horses but you had uh you know you had bullet train somewhere in there you had elvis in there you had nope dead on mm-hmm. and then it's just a little slight Slight misses here and there uh, to lower that a bit more. It I'm sorry, like I'm looking nope. at the wrong one. I'm looking at the wrong one. It sounds like uh, Nope got sorry, hit yeah. the most dead on, right? Yeah, Out yeah, of any nope. movie? Yeah, Nope, the right one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope mm-hmm. was hit on the most, and you got Nope dead on. You had Light, you had light Year Fairy. I was, I was looking at Mark's. Or I'm sorry, I was looking at Mark Hoban's. Oh. Mark Hoffmeyer. You had, yeah, you had Light Year fairly low. Um, you had Thor and Minions around the right area. So, you know, just slight yeah. misses here and there. I want to shout out, Mark, uh, your pick for Bob's Burgers. Thank you for for putting that into your top ten. <laughs> I put it in as one of my dark horses, but you know, Listen, I've never watched a show, uh, but I, I I thought I was like, I guess it could be popular, so I was like, I'll I'll, uh, I'll let it ride. I love that Abe's yeah. compliment was immediately derailed. I know. I was like, <laughs> I've never seen it. I was like, oh, another one that didn't watch the show. But I have a self destructive streak, and uh, that's where Bob Burgers came in. You know, sometimes. I'll just point out the Bob's Burgers was at number 14 with 31 million uh, oh, total. It wow. just like, and I, cause I had Bob's Burgers for a while, my number 10. And then I was like, no, Downton Abbey. Now, Downton Abbey did come in at number 13 with 43 million. So it edged out Bob's Burgers, yeah. but mm-hmm. I still wasn't good enough for the top 10. <laughs> oh, man. 
If only they would have gone back in time, Bob's Burgers, and just had a really pleasant trip to France. <laughs> then maybe it would have made put more a, money. Or put a giant dome over it. Yeah, and then we'll we'll call it Bob's Brioche. Yeah, Which they all hate. Bob's Brioche. <laughs> Wait, I have a brother? <laughs> <laughs> Robert. <laughs> Who's coming? Right. They're filming a movie in our burger establishment? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Free Hollywood ideas. Uh, I had a Downton Abbey, Bullet Train, Elvis, Top Gun, Nope, Minions, Lightyear, Thor, Doctor Strange, and Jurassic World. I guess my key here was that I had, well, I had the black phone. <laughs> I had Bullet Train right near it. I had Elvis close enough. Nope. Like everything else, just like one off. Yeah. That was you the, had Top like, Gun fairly in the back too which i had a number seven yeah. so like it's not terrible but i mean it's, none of us none of us got more than none three of, points for top right, guns, right. so it doesn't, totally, it doesn't matter yeah. right. <laughs> everything i just had was one off yeah for the most part so well congrats, guys. slow ride was in it i would have put it at number one if what sorry <laughs> if slow ride was in it if they played if slow i knew ride. if i knew it yeah. if i knew it you like, would be like oh the soundtrack listing Oh, but I didn't. That definitely, yeah. That de I'll have to do that next time for next summer, Mark. <laughs> Take a look at the track listings. Well, congrats on the three-way tie. One. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so we only have two spots left here. Whew, silver medal. Silver medal for number two with fifty-five points. Last year's champion, Brandon Peters. Wow, wow. Brandon dethroned. And, you know, I did this in a certain <laughs> order, so I'm looking at this being like, wow, Brandon did pretty well. <laughs> but, um, yeah, 55. Uh, yeah, 55 points. He had Downton Abbey, Super Pets, Elvis, Top Gun, Nope, Four, Minions, Lightyear, Doctor Strange, and Jurassic World. He had the Blood Dark, Dark Horse picks as well, Black Phone and Bullet Train. Mm -hmm. uh, Super Pets didn't help him. Downton Abbey didn't help him. But he had Elvis high enough to get a little more points than normal. Nope was one off, but he had Thor and Minions back to back. Uh, correct. So that's 20 points right there. That really helped. Yeah. Um, then Doctor Strange was lined up as well. A lot of us had Doctor Strange just by default because we all thought Jurassic World would be number one. Mm -hmm. um, but he, I mean, he had, he had three dead on. Sorry, four dead. He had, um, yeah, three dead on. Three dead, three points. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of help. Uh, this, of course, leaves our number one champion, gold medalist. Gold medalist. This year's victor for Summer Movie Gamble X with 57 points. That's right. It's Maxwell Hatted. Woo! Oh, yeah. Okay, 57. he's got a Tony Award, and now he's got the Out Now Summer 2020 Award. Come on. Uh -huh. I can't yeah. remember if he's won once before or not, but I, I he'll like, let us know. He'll 57 is good. That's 57 is good. Um, and uh, he had Bullet Train, DC Super Pets, Elvis, Nope, Top Gun, Minions, Lightyear, Doctor Strange, Thor, and Jurassic World. It's incredible that this paid off, but again. Having number 10 is just as important as number one because he had bullet train dead on. He had nope dead on. Uh, and then just like slight, and he had Dr. Strange dead on, or sorry. No, he didn't have, he had Thor. Uh, but he had, he had these other ones. Yeah, There's all these, some, some it's a big ones. spreadsheet. Yeah. Like I'm a trying lot to of sevens here, a lot of sevens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of sevens, but he had, he had a number, a few dead on. Which 13 for bullet train. Yeah. Yeah, there, yeah, which helps. Uh, plus a dark horse. I mean, right. all of that's really good. Um, but with all, with all that said, I'll let Maxwell speak for himself. What's going on, Aaron and Abe and everyone listening at home? This is your champion here, Maxwell Haddad. Listen, I am truly, truly astounded to have won the summer movie gamble this year. I sort of just 
went with my gut instinct across the board. And I think if you look at the results, no one would have predicted what a juggernaut Top Gun Maverick was going to be at the box office in the top 10, maybe even top five of all time domestically now. Great movie, too, by the way. Um, you know, things, uh, it's been a fun summer at the movies, I think. A nice rebound post-COVID. Um, and uh, I guess I will have to try and win again next summer. Until then, thank you, and wow. Thank you, Maxwell. For thank you, Maxwell. In Congrats. There. Congrats again. You are champion this year. You get to hold the trophy for one year until next year, and we'll see what happens then. But, yes, you did a great job. Great job. 50, 57 points in a flawed year since we all just could not figure out that number one film. So yeah. that hasn't happened since, I believe, 2017 when Wonder Woman Wonder shocked Woman. us all. Yeah, 400-something <laughs> million. Yeah. Um, just kept making money. Good competition. Yeah. We had a good winner. We have a lot of We have a lot of good winners. Nobody's a loser. Exactly. Except for Nancy Burns. Oh. <laughs> I kid. <laughs> Losers. I kid. Last year. I kid her out. I did better than last year, right? I think last uh, you, year I was. You had 46 points for 10th last year. So, yes, you did better than last oh, year. Hey, you actually, wow. Abe, you had 44 points last year. <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, I'm, I'm going for the consistency card here, guys. Look at this. <laughs> you did pretty well 2019. You had 58 points. That was like when I was like number seven or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, for so I don't have the. Yeah, no, no worries. Winners. Yeah, for, but for I I, uh, I like that Peter or I'm sorry, uh, Mark, you went up from like number uh, what is it number seven nine to top three? I mean, it's pretty. That's a yeah, pretty no, good jump. Yeah, number number ten to number three. Yeah, good to hero, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, it was I, I did a lot of punch dancing. This is great. Uh, to prep sorry, for this sorry, one. Sorry, Yancy Adam lost last year also. Oh, <laughs> see. Nancy lives on the edge. And Scott was number nine last year too. A lot of uh, lot of not changes in this list. Actually, looking at this, a lot of the same same rankings. Marcus, you climbed. Good for you. Yeah, it feels good to be a winner. That's what I'm saying. It feels good to be a winner. Wait, if the bottom three move down to a second division, what would that? (laughs) That's what what I'm saying. Like, is there another podcast like a lower? Podcast, would it be like 11 yeah, through 20 we, we have to predict well first off you're you don't need to worry about that mark because you're very high yeah. same with you marcus that said scott Mendelson's a box office pro so there's no reason he needs to be a lower <laughs> tier <of> anything. <laughs> scott likes to go with this get sometimes he know? made a bet he he went he went for a big bet on jordan peele and it just didn't pay off for him that, sure. that's really what it comes down to like yeah. like asa bay say it was a cruel summer <laughs> now we've got to answer that song in here yeah we will we will have to (laughs) well congrats everybody to all the participants and to the winner maxwell and also you guys who performed very well so it's a beautiful life and a beautiful day thank you i appreciate that we saw the sign yeah (laughs) (laughs) no stop everyone do 90s music references Uh, it's too legit Uh, well, us two princes need to move on to uh, the next <laughs> okay. segment here. So, this you guys do it. <laughs> no, stop. It's please. Monday night. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, let's get jiggy with this right here. <laughs> Extended summer thoughts. Um, let's talk about some more movies of the summer in various ways mm-hmm. here. Uh, I want to ask you guys some specific questions um, just to kind of narrow in our, on our, you know, what we saw at the summer, what we appreciated, what have you. Um, so, what were some movies that like delivered for you? Were movies that you you know went in with certain expectations and they matched or exceeded those expectations? Marcus, where, where, where are you with that? Um, 
you know, honestly, I'd say Elvis. Um, I went in with pretty high expectations. I come from one side of my family is like super Elvis freaks. They the have like Australian. The other side is <laughs> the other. The other. The other You're side related black, to Bosler. So. <laughs> yeah, the other side's Australian. Um, no, no. Um, so yeah, we like we grew up with like the blue suede shoes, pepper shakers, and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's 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 pretty bad. Um, but so I've seen every documentary, every whatever, and basically all I wanted to see was something different. And I kind of kind of was like three hours, whatever. I, my expectations were kind of high, and they were exceeded. So I, I got something different, and and I was I was pleasantly surprised. Nice, great. Yeah. How about you, Mark? Were there any what movies delivered for you? Well, you know, going into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, I never in a million years thought that the MCU would let Sam Raimi go so Sam Raimi mm-hmm. in it. So watching it and just watching this the 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 zombie strange that the you know the zoom in with the eyes, the Dutch angles, the 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 Plymouth pops up. I mean, just the the chaos in certain scenes. I mean, Pizza Papa. Get, I was going to say you, you know, mentioned Pizza, Pizza Papa, Papa, everyone's yeah. favorite summer character. Yes. I mean, Bruce Campbell just beating the crap out of him. You know, he should be a superhero because he beat he himself for, up for, for two three weeks, weeks, right? Yeah. Oh, three and weeks. He's fine. Two or three weeks, right? And he's Ish. he's cool. Like, he's he's Wolverine. But yeah, no, it's just um, watching he's Wolverine. Watching him beat up the Illuminati. Like, watching just, or uh, watching um, Olsen <laughs> beat up the Illuminati. Uh, imagine Pizza Papa beating up the Illuminati. That's, <laughs> Sorry, that's not went, my version. That's my just, bro- In my multiverse, that's what happened. I just went somewhere. But you know, it, I didn't think it was going to be that. I really didn't. Sure. I, 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 I got that wrong. I will say. I thought it might just. I don't know. I just didn't see it taking too many chances. And sure. you know, it was very. You know, I know a lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people complained about it. A lot of people said it was too crazy and out there. But I was all about it. Like I kind of liked seeing this gigantic tentpole be a little weird, like a little strange. Mm-hmm. So that made me happy. And then. I don't know black phone i don't know what y'all think about it i know it made a ton of money but yeah. it just feels cobbled together i got every i mean bar, uh, we have, films mark up. mark we have other categories uh, we will get to for all this we've, we've got, got a disappointment category oh, oh okay um oh, oh. <laughs> let's see oh resurrection i loved your all's uh ep- that came out during the oh summer. yeah yeah yes. that's right rebecca uh, and hall. i liked your ep- i liked your yeah rebecca hall i liked your episode on that a lot oh, and thanks mark i've been thinking about that movie a lot lately like mm-hmm. i it, I think it ends rather quickly, but Hall's performance in it, just that mon- like you know, I didn't even know that was a seven minute monologue yeah, until feels, I, feels I researched brief. it. Yeah. Right. And then I researched it and I, I laughed so hard during that scene. Maybe I'm insane. I don't know. But the way the intern dealt with her, like, are you are you joking? Like it just made me laugh. I like you guys said though, like the physicality of the role. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think she's been tackling some really cool God, hey, Godzilla vs. Kong. Hey, uh, she's just been <laughs> tackling some really cool stuff. <laughs> Uh, and also like Tim Roth between like Bergman Island last year and then his appearances in She-Hulk, like he has a lot of fun in it. So I just like seeing, like I like them together, but man, I just, I kind of, I'm just so happy that after like, you know, Iron Man 3 and kind of Hall, I don't know, playing a minor role. Now she has like passing, but like mm-hmm. this performance, like, I watch so many movies and not many performances stick with me and this won't come around come awards time, but. You know, I'll definitely put her name on my list unless mm-hmm. something else comes in. But just that movie's that movie's really stuck with me. So that's, you know, when you watch so many movies, I feel like the ones that you actually think about two months later are the ones you really like a lot. So, sure. yeah, Resurrection and Doctor Strange. Those are two really kind of cool things. I like it. 
Um, Aaron, uh, in terms of the, if I came in with expectations and if they met them, um, I would say the Bob's Burgers movie is one that I definitely knew that there was going to be something that I would enjoy out of it. But at the end of that movie, I was just left very warm. You know, it's it's a very good yeah. movie about family and it's got the same jokes, but also there's like a level of, of uh, earnestness within all the characters and the plot. I also would say that there is, uh, like what I mentioned on the review for it back then, um, I was really surprised that everybody that I went into the theater with stayed until the end of the credits, hmm. which just made it ultimately nicer of, of a, um, I guess, a viewer tribute to the movie. Um, and again, some people brought pillows and blankets. It was just like a nice night out. So I was really, uh, in terms of uh, a movie that I came in with expectations with and it delivered on, Bob's Burgers, the movie um, was one for me. How about you? Uh, nope, delivered for me. Like, you know, I, I had expectations for what Jordan Peele was going to deliver and he matched them and exceeded them. I was I was very happy with that. And honestly, 3,000 years of longing. Like, I, yeah. I'm a George Miller fan. I wanted to see what he'd be up to here. Um, figuring it would be, you know, at least good because he's just a great filmmaker and it, yeah, it, it delivered what, I mean, I can say the same argument for something like Beast where it's like, and sure. I mean, Bob's Burger is a good call also, as far as I know what I'm wanting to get out of this. And is it going to live up to that? I would say they do. They're not my favorite films of the summer, right? but you know, there's a movie that promised Idris Elba punching a lion and you know what? God damn it. It delivered <laughs> Idris Elba punching a lion. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> and then a week later, he's a gin. So I mean, you yeah. know, there's, yeah. so I guess Idris Elba delivered for me. This <laughs> there you <Like>, go. <laughs> okay, so Marcus has Hulu. You've got Idris Elba. <laughs> he even delivered to the Thor. Like, I mean, he has, he's all over the place. Yeah. That's right. He is there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also Prey. Prey delivered for me. Like, I am a Predator yeah. movie fan. Uh, I like almost i mean i don't I don't. there's not one i i mean uh, what's it uh requiem's the one where it's like yeah but, but i mean the rest of the predator movies i like that world and i like that creature enough where i'm like these all deliver something for me so seeing like and drakenberg's gonna make a predator movie cool i'm into that mm-hmm. and it yeah it matched the it like it delivered it, it gave me what i wanted from a a very like you know one-off predator film like sure. i was very happy with that how about surprises the pressure on peel's shoulders too after get out and us like Uh he didn't just have two hits he had two hits yeah so just the fact that he was able to come back with nope and kind of meet the expectations which were so high that's i don't know i find that to be really impressive just because i don't know the momentum the momentum he has is i don't know through the roof and he matches that that's got to be a lot of stress he did it so so how about some surprises? Where, where are the movies that caught you by surprise with how like, you maybe had low expectations and you're like, oh my God, this is great, actually. Uh, Lightyear. <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking. Light, right no, no, no. You, okay, okay. For real. I, 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 you know, it's more of a confusion with what Disney is doing with how they, you know, I had the same complaint last year. They, they put certain things uh, children's things in 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 theaters and then other ones were streaming and whatever and I thought the ones that went to streaming were better quality um I just don't know why this why I saw this in theaters I hmm. I may I may have liked this better than a lot of people because I know it got dragged um and I thought it was I thought it was fine but I did think it was just like a long episode of of a show um, but it's I was like, just that it, was, it, was, it it was like surprising that this pilot, was, yeah yeah it yeah. was just surprising that this is what they chose to put 
in theaters. And I, right. I don't know, I, I'm not in the know of the like the future of Disney streaming or whatever. And I don't know if the, everything children related is going to streaming because I know Pinocchio is about to come out. Right. But if if that's the case, why is this the thing that they said trailer is trailers or uh, theaters where they just dump stuff now? I, I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's a richer conversation that we just don't have the time. Yes, for. exactly. There's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's there, there are was, reasons. Was, there are reasons and none of them surprise. are very good reasons. Yeah, but there we, are we certainly talked about it too. <laughs> you know, and again, I think that uh, Aaron and I talked about uh, our best movies of the summer or of the half year and the um, Turning Red came up and yeah, it's unfortunate yeah. that that one was not put in theaters versus this right. one. Right. Well, Mark, how about you? Are they like surprise hit, uh, winners for you? Surprise winners? what what caught what came at you out of nowhere like this is great oh gosh movies that came out of me i i don't think i have one i know that's not fun at all um that's fair perfectly valid like i you know we're pretty seasoned at seeing movies and being you know in this kind of realm so i i can agree a lot of times i am lacking in a surprise of like oh i didn't think it was going to be this good or something like that that doesn't always get to me Mm -hmm. regardless, regardless of how much i like something yeah, I wish I wish I had something for y'all. Um, like if it was March, I would be like, "Oh, Mar- RRR just blew me away out of nowhere." But <laughs> it <laughs> continues to. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, you know, this is really boring. I loved Ambulance, but that wasn't even a summer movie. Yeah, April, uh, I would have loved fine. it anyway. Michael Bay coming back. Yeah. Let's. Yeah, it's I'm falling okay. apart you know, here, guys. It's, it's all right. It's all right. If, if something does come up, you know, shut it out. Bearable weight of massive talent. Um, did like oh no, it came out in April. Never Still mind. April, but I mean, <laughs> hey, you know. close. Yeah, I was worried about that one, but yeah, yeah. that's not summer. So we'll, what we'll about Lightyear? Did you like that? <laughs> so I have. I need to watch it. I know it's on Disney Plus, so I need to. I'm so far it behind. Be. It. There it is. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah. You there don't right. have to run to see it. It's it'll be there. You have to go light speed. Yeah. <laughs> A- I still need to watch you. Elvis too. I haven't. I have not watched Elvis. Oh yet. wow! So that is like two hours. You got, you got a streaming date for you there. You got all the streaming things. Available. Right. Yeah, it's on yeah. HBO Max. So I got to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as and dog. As... Oh, which one? <laughs> Nothing. I just said dog, dog with Channing Tatum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta see oh, that. That's right. Yeah. I've heard that's good. I just I've heard that's good. Yeah. That's good too. Sixty-two million. It's not bad. That dog brings brings in the bucks. It cost like fifteen. Like it's not a it's not an expensive movie. So yeah. I mean, it did mm-hmm. do well. He did well. What about Godzilla versus Kong? Well, he I watches it was... every night. <laughs> yes. yeah. Oh man, he's I, like I just... he turns on the projector every night. How was that I... first fight in Godzilla versus Kong? Oh it God. makes it, like as far as locations go, it makes sense narratively, <laughs> and I love oh like God. the. I love where you know the A to Z in that fight scene. It's so great. I walked downstairs. It's a great movie. I, I walked downstairs in my house with my with in my my dad was making <laughs> dinner. And so I was walking downstairs to like our eating area and he had the TV on and it was Godzilla versus Kong was just on. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that's how this night goes. Yeah. That's like, that's how this night's going. That's where it's going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, I got a movie. At that yeah. scene too. At that fight scene. That's what it was great. I was like, oh, okay. That's that's where we're at. Uh do you mind if I jump nope, back hit in? It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh men. So there you surprised go. you. Like, yeah. yeah, I just um you know, you know when I when I think about Alex Garland, you know, like Sunshine goes goes to Bonkers Town. Like I know he wrote that. Like he he has these crazy endings, and then you get into Ax Machina, which is very measured, very sly. You get an annihilation, which he said was a little bit more like he, he said it's a little bit more blunt than Ex Machina. But watching men, 
I think it just made like a lot of people hated it, but I just loved where it went. Like I loved the sure. amb amb ambiguity of it. It just put a big smile on my face and just watching the end like this. I think the actors must really trust him to be in his movies oh, yeah. and just I don't, I don't know. I, I, I as soon as that, you know, as soon as that movie turned off, I just had the biggest smile on my face because <laughs> I knew it was going to annoy people. But yeah, I was really, I don't know. It, it was a pretty bold move. I know it's a, a 24. I know the, the budget wasn't that huge, but it, I don't know. I, it, it, I don't know. It spoke to me. I love it. It just put a big smile on my face. So, but I'm a, I don't know. I, when I, when I look at Alex Garland, I feel like he normally packages things a little tidier. So it was kind of neat to see him deliver this. So that made me happy. Yeah. Well, Mark, if you that. see Rory Kinnear walking around uh, naked, just, you gotta run. You gotta <laughs> run. <laughs> <laughs> between black mirror yeah. and this like uh yeah and then like, I love black mirror character. Yeah. That's, clearly, that's clear what he would immediately do right like, yeah <laughs> he was clearly miscast in all the the uh daniel craig bond, bond movie. Movie. yeah this this was his time to show because he's a weird guy yeah <laughs> yeah he embraced but the, he must trust garland though to do these roles you don't you not just... trust somebody to be that person no, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. sort of like the same way that you were talking about peel about you know going two for two and then having the the weight of the world for nope you know alex garland is, in my mind is doing really well too his batting average is like almost 100 mm -hmm. percent three for three probably yeah so and after being burned kind of with annihilation bit, didn't yeah. they say it was like too smart to go into the like it was in release in theaters and like oh we're just gonna put it on streaming because it's like too smart they said it's a netflix in in europe uh, yeah have a theatrical release for it unfortunately and just you see him i don't know see some of the anger in this movie a little bit through totally. through this yeah. film so you can kind of see maybe the annihilation theatrical experience and the way he dealt like was treated with that yeah in men so i dug it 75 surprises yeah, in terms of surprises, I sort of defined it as I went in uh, with whatever expectations and left happily surprised. And I would say that that would happen for Marcella Shell because it was uh, I was expecting a movie that I was like, OK, well, I've seen all the shorts, um, did not realize the emotional depth that it was going to get to. Um, and then I, I was just really stunned by it. And you guys mentioned this earlier. Pray. It was a movie that I, I, I love the series as well. Um, I've seen Predator one probably counting the number of times. Aaron Knight probably recited it from to back. Everybody on this podcast, Dylan, right. you <laughs> son of a bitch, <laughs> slapping with giant muscle bicep arms, and you know, <laughs> then we're just gonna struggle for a little bit while you say, "What's the matter? CIA got you pushing too many pencils." <laughs> but as far as Prey goes, I, you know, everyone keeps saying like, "Oh, this is the Predator movie that's gonna that that feels like it's a it's the uh, the right successor to Predator one." Um, and I was like, okay, whatever, I'll check it out and loved it, you know? So Prey was yeah. one that I was like, wow, again, so bummed out that I won't see it in, in a big screen format, but uh, it was a surprise. So I'd say Marcellus Jones and, and Prey were two ones. And obviously I think with Top Gun there, um, it just turned on brain cells that I didn't, I hadn't used for a while um, with all the practical stuff, but you know, we've talked about Top Gun enough. Yeah. One question for you guys mm -hmm. about Prey. Sorry, sorry, sure. guys. Sure, sure. When he, when the, when the Yautja kills the wolf that is chasing the rabbit and then uh -huh. cheers like it just won the NBA championship, <laughs> I felt like that was a little much. I was like, all right, man, like you're invisible and you're seven foot and you can lift a bear and you have a, <laughs> a, a heat sinking, heat guided, I don't know, arrows. Projectile, on your shoulder, yeah, exactly. And yeah. you have spiked hands and you're, 
huge and you just killed a wolf that was trying to I eat mean, a that's rabbit. The, that's the same when you see like, I don't know, like NBA, like like basketball <laughs> players, like take on guys <laughs> that they is... feel like, they, like we, take this. They, we take on like a basketball guy, like a, a rival basketball player where they feel like they already know that they can beat him. Then they do. And then they still gloat about it afterwards. I mean, that, that's what it feels like. When <laughs> this you is uh, uh, Mark. This is Patrick Beverly and the Minnesota Timberwolves, you know, getting out of the first round. That That's, that's what... a deep <laughs> cut right there. That's deep <laughs> cut right there. Like they're celebrating Crying, like they yes. just won the championship. They're throwing their yes. jerseys. They're crying. And then you're just like, yeah. but it was just a wolf. And I also, in that scene, I was like, did he <laughs> did he sever the spine? Uh, you know, but, you know, he pulls that out clean. So who knows? Hey, y'all, you see this wolf? It was hunting a rabbit, and I got in its way, and it couldn't see me because I was invisible, but I still killed it. Like, it is was, that the it, story? It, did, gonna... it, it did get sure him in the... He was, he was working up his way, the, the food chain. He was working it up did the food get chain. him in the leg. That was the thing. Like, he got pissed off because it got yeah. him a little bit. So it was I just like, feel yeah. bad for the wolf. It's like, yeah. The wolf didn't have any weapon. Well, it had teeth. It had teeth, and uh, it knew that it was there. Yeah, like, big, you wreck its up. hunt. Like, I don't know. If Godzilla <laughs> wrecked the predator's hunt and then smashed the predator and danced, oh, I want this movie. <laughs> and then cheers I mean, like, the, I mean Godzilla only danced once and that's an invasion of Astro Monster <laughs> when he when he and Rodan when he when, when he and Rodan beat Ghidorah the first time and he did the little dance because he should because because you know Ghidorah's it's a big monster it's hard Marcus to... you're talking about deep cut that's a deep cut good job Aaron. <laughs> that is a deep cut <laughs> You guys are giving me all the visuals I need right now. Yeah, that's perfect. So I, I had a few surprises. Yes. Yeah. I got a few surprises. <laughs> um, like theatrically, Top Gun was like my because like I've said this many times where like I expected a level of quality because it's a Tom Cruise movie. Sure. I was not prepared for just how good it would be. Right. Uh, but it really is an impressive film. Um, I, I look forward to watching it many more times. I, I assume it will still like give me the kind of feeling I get even at home, but like seeing it theatrical with, with Anna and the IMAX, just a lot of good stuff there for yeah. sure. Uh, but uh, the real surprises were like streaming, like streaming titles are just knocking it out in mm -hmm. a lot of ways. Uh, I thought 13 lives from Ron Howard, one of his mm -hmm. best films. Amazon Prime. Like, yeah. I, I did. I, I thought it was going to be this redundant effort to show this thing that I already saw dramatized well in the documentary, the rescue. And it turns out it's just a really solid workman drama yeah. with like two understated performances from Colin Farrell and Viggo Mortensen. Mm -hmm. um, I thought the Sea Beast was pretty great oh, on Netflix. Netflix, yeah, the animated like sea monster movie. I I was stunned with how good it was. Like I I, I really liked it. I, I don't know what to say. Like I thought it was just really good. Needed more jet skis. I mean, it could <laughs> use more jet skis, but yeah, no, I know. I still uh, I was impressed. Uh, and then the princess. Like that's just a top-notch oh, action yeah. movie. Like oh, I did not, I did not oh, realize Hulu. how good it would Got be it. on Hulu. Yeah. Like, Hulu again, especially once I clicked into being like, "Oh, this is just Die Hard, but with a castle." Like I just <laughs> didn't. For like whatever reason, the premise didn't click with me with that until they yeah. like started going. It's like, "Oh, that's what this is," and yeah. it just like it's well choreographed. The action's solid. It's like a tight ninety minutes. Like it just does the job. Who's that actress again? What's her name? Uh, Joey King. King. Yeah, Great Summer. You know she's in Bullet Train too. Yeah. I watched that because of you, Aaron. You, I saw your review for it. And you're like, it's fun. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I it's watched fun, it. Like it was the really right fun. kind of. It's like a fun. It's fun the right kind of ways. Or like this, yeah. you know, just hits. There you go. I watched it with my in-laws, and they just love action movies. And I don't think uh -huh. they move for an hour and a half. Like, <laughs> they were just really into it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's good like year the, for like action. Yeah, like, there's a lot of good action it was, movies. Yeah, like, it was. It, it has been so far, and. I mean, you mentioned RRR, Top Gun Maverick. You know, there's a lot of good action movies out there. A lot of good front kicks this year. A lot of good front kicks, for sure. Joey King's yeah. front kicking. 
I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do super lit. I, like, I'm gonna put together like an ultimate front kick thing. <laughs> It'll be good. Marcel the Shell has a great one. So what are some? <laughs> <laughs> what are some disappointments, Marcus? What disappointed you this summer? Uh, okay, so it kind of pains me to say it, and and I know I'm gonna be like relegated to whatever that second podcast is, but mute. I'm gonna see. Uh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, so okay, the more and more I think about it, and I know I just gave it like a passing review, a positive review. Um, but nope is a disappointment. I, I think my expectations were just so high, but the, I've really, really cooled off. Uh, I really, really cooled off on it. It's a good movie. It's not a bad movie. Um, I, I see Peel trying new things, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm not really interested in watching it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm. That's a disappointment to me. Um, I saw I, I didn't love us when it first came out, but I saw it again and I appreciated it the second time. Uh, maybe I will appreciate uh, nope the second time. Uh, but I, I, I really have no I don't know. I'm, I don't, I'm really cooled off on it. I don't, I don't know. Can't put my finger on it yet. Well, I hope you do see it. Again. Yeah. When, when you do put your <laughs> finger on it, let us know. We'd be happy to, to discuss. Mark, how about you? What, yeah, uh, uh, what, I'll go what, real quick. I'll just say Thor, Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. I mean, Taika was like a uh, Hansel hot. And I just, <laughs> and he just, like, I just, you know, I know the, I know Ragnarok is kind of a scene, then a quip, scene and a quip, but Thor, Love and Thunder, it felt like one of the longest two hour movies I've ever watched. And like Christian Bale, he, I think he's really good, but like, unlike Kent Blanchett and Ragnarok, she knew what kind of, what movie she was in. So you keep going to Gore, who's who must have had a ton of stuff cut out because he didn't really fit, even though I liked him in the movie. But like I don't know, it's just like there's there, a scene happens, joke, the movie slows down. Like it just felt like the momentum was not there. And for a two-hour movie, it I don't know. I kept I was like, what? How long is this going on? Like I wasn't confused in the theater, but it just felt like something with very little momentum. Unlike say Godzilla vs Kong, which is really <laughs> propulsive. And wonderful, uh, which just moves forward at all times uh-huh. through the hollow earth. Yeah, yeah, just very Breeze of Godzilla, yeah. 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 It just, I don't know. It just, it, I don't know. Like, I like everyone in it. Uh, it just felt real flat. Yeah. And it, mm-hmm. I didn't, yeah. You know, I didn't leave the theater disliking it, but then the more, like, it just felt off to me and not enough to really, like, I don't know. I'm not to get on online and complain about it, but I just kind of just thought, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the best. Sure. Yeah. Abe, how about you? I think in terms of disappointments, we talked about it earlier, but Lightyear was certainly a disappointment. You know, I go in there um, sort of knowing the Pixar formula, and we talked about, uh, we had a great question just before we watched it, which is, uh, is this the person that that um, becomes Tim Allen, or is it the Tim Allen Lightyear, or is it a version of Tim Allen, or what is this? And like what you guys discussed earlier, it kind of just felt like a, a longer series episode. Uh, so it was kind of unfortunate that this was uh, a movie that they put a lot of stock behind and um, were, were pushing out quite heavily. And then it just became just a fairly, I think, like middle tier, middle bottom tier Pixar movie. 
I mean, you didn't need to make the sign to say, don't see this, don't help Marcus. That seemed like a bit much. But... <laughs> I was too busy making uh, signs saying, watch Marcel the show when she's out. Help make more than $1.2 million. Yeah, your summer as a sign twirler really paid off. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to say like your heart. That was you? <laughs> that was me standing outside of the AMC Burbank. That's why I got the A24 screening room. I saw you up there flipping that sign. Yeah. I was I learned it all from Michelle Yo, you know, doing the sign stuff. <laughs> Tracks, yeah. Yeah. How about you, Aaron? Any any major disappointment? Uh men, honestly. Uh, you know, sorry, Mark, but like I Oh, I get it. Uh, and I, I still I like ultimately like I gave it a passing grade, but I do like have just far more issues with it than I have with other with the other Alex Garland films. Sure. Largely because it just feels like you know, 20 minutes in, I got what he wanted to say, and then I just have to deal with a lot of the rest of the movie, which, <laughs> like, there's certainly intriguing things in it, visually, for sure. It's a well-made film as far as creating a sense of tension or what have you, but it just, for a movie that seemed to want to hit on a very specific topic, I, I, it either didn't delve far enough or just made it feel too redundant to, without being more interesting than it was. Sure. Um, but, I mean, pro- yes, props to the actors involved and what have you like there's another there's a lot there's enough going on. again i gave it a passing grade and there's enough going on there and as opposed to something like nope where i do think there's more to explore the more times you you know revisit it i don't know if, if like no. re-watching men will be like oh now i get it because it's like i feel like i got it i just didn't like it i just i didn't like <laughs> like things about it and it's also it's not you know it's not fun. Like it's not like you walk it. We walk back into men, guys, and get another dose of this fun action. Let me go just... check out that body horror in the last twenty minutes. Yeah, let me, let, me, let me watch all that again. <laughs> oh, I see what he's saying now. <laughs> I think I think you guys finally figured it out for me. Like it just hammers at home so so yeah. heavily that uh-huh. I just I guess that I guess that charmed me. For, sure. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't watch <laughs> it again. Things to think Completely about fair. for sure. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, man, this dude. Like he's making it clear. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> probably with the uh, title of the movie too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm disappointed in Downton Abbey for not doing better. I mean, so you got that. It should have burger joint. It should have done better to help me yeah, out. To help you with your last your your number ten spot. Yeah. Yeah, but it didn't. So I, you know, I hate it. Blame uh, Maggie Smith. Dame a movie, Maggie I, Smith. A, a movie I haven't seen, and I will. I blame her for most things. Um, so I can't hear myself dying. It has that going. <laughs> <laughs> that line has stuck in my memory. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So on from there, we've talked about a lot of the big films of the summer, of course, because there's plenty of big films that come out this summer. Yeah. But there are also plenty of smaller films. And Mark, you've already referenced a few, like Resurrection and Marcel the Shell, of course, keeps coming up. But what are some of the smaller films that you want to like stand up for? Like give some props to just for existing and being great in your mind. Marcus, any any thoughts there? Oh, me. Um, well, I already mentioned Prey. Good luck to you, Leo Grand and Fire Island, which were my three favorites. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to go. OK, I'll go. Um, uh, Watcher, which is mm-hmm. a movie that I halfway through, I felt like it was pretty conventional. And then it kind of goes, it really stayed with me after I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's worth a watch. It's it's not groundbreaking or anything. I feel like it's two years past its prime already, yeah. but um, yeah. And then I have to say, and well, I- Real, and real, real you, quick, real quick. If okay, you're okay, okay. Because okay. I, yes, I, I, I hear you yeah. on that because I wasn't a fan of Watcher and I saw it in Sundance, okay. but now it's on, uh-huh. it's on, it's streaming now. It's on AMC Plus. It's on Shutter, yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's like well it's the same it's thing it's the same company yeah um so right. like i am like 
curious like maybe i'll just watch it again and maybe like it more because it's like it's a low review that's not you know not to say like other people know better than me but like right I, I seem to be in such the minority on this movie where I'm like, maybe if I watched again, I'll find what's appreciable about it because it, because, you know, I watched it during a flow of, I'm seeing a bunch of movies at one time or whatnot back in January. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I just watch it on its own, maybe I'll, maybe I'll have more to say about that film. <laughs> it, ha- it has its, it, you know, for, okay. So for, you know, on the downside, it, it, it does feel a little conventional and it, it, it's so it's slow. So it's like a really slow 90 minute uh-huh. suspense kind of thing. But there are little touches in it that I really did enjoy and kept me like going, why am I still watching this movie for this reason to get to this ending or, or, or to, 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 because the tension had me a little bit more than I, when, than I thought it did. So I, you know, I I think it's worth a watch. Um, It's like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm very middle the road with it, but yeah, um, I think it, I think it is worth a watch. I think it is worth a watch. Um, And then also um, it's probably, I don't know. It's probably going to be on your Aaron's list, but um, uh, Mad God, which uh, oh, yes. you're, you're I, right, you're correct. Yes. It is on my list. I, <laughs> you know, I remember watching um, Eraserhead when I was like seven years old, Prime and age. I remember feeling like super uncomfortable, but not being able to move and not even really realizing kind of what I was looking at, but just kind of being almost oddly impressed with what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything going into the movie. Um, I did all the research after the movie and, you know, it's, uh, what, what is, what's it's 30 years in the making from Phil Tippett. Passion Ex- project. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is his, the passion project. He's really showing off here. You're seeing the grotesque stuff. You're seeing all, it almost looks like you're not meant to see all this stuff, Um, but it's really interesting. I don't even know that I liked it. Like, I just know that it was like really interesting. Like I, I, there's like this scene in it where there, there's, I don't know how much, but there's, there's a doctor sticking his hands in a, in a body for like, and it goes on for like 20 minutes and the movie's like That's 80 long minutes time. long. It goes on for a long time and he's just pulling things out. There's a fair, yeah, out. there's a fairly extended sequence. You're like, I don't think this and is I'm supposed just, to happen to this character. And then it is. No, and, yeah. and, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, I couldn't, I was like, I probably didn't blink for like 20 minutes. I was like wow. waiting for, yeah, it, it, I, it sounds like I loved it, but I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I have to revisit it because I, I did see it a couple months ago. But I, it stayed with me for this long. So, yeah, I have to shout Mad God out because it's yeah. really, just really impressive. Yeah, that yeah. autopsy scene reminded me of when I used to wear cargo shorts in college. And I, I could just pull what? stuff out of my pockets. <laughs> I would just pull stuff out of my pockets and be like, that's it. That exactly the same feeling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my brother was a manager at Abercrombie and he got me a deal on a pair of those like huge ones, you know. And one day I remember I was just pulling stuff out of my cargo pants. And I'm like, oh, it's a di- like a toy dinosaur. Like what's happening? A toy dinosaur. So yeah. Same, I can't wait to see you in the, or I can't wait to see your brother in the uh, the Abercrombie Netflix documentary that I haven't seen yet. Oh man. Yeah, he didn't last long. Like, it's, 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 he would tell, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. 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 Abercrombie yeah. and Hoff. <laughs> uh, that would have lasted you know 40 years oh, man, we'd, have, brand. we'd have cargo pants that can become cargo shorts like that's our thing back in high school yeah yeah uh, 
Mark, did you have any? Uh, well, right, so we, we talked about the princess. Mm -hmm. Do that. And then also day shift. Uh, I don't hear many people talking about day Netflix, shift. Yeah. I, it's fun. It, Scott Adkins <laughs> kitchen fights a vampire. Like, that's all you need to know. Aaron brought that's that it. up, too. <laughs> yeah. It's the best, it's, best thing in the movie. That also it's, <laughs> yeah, I just like it. I want more of it. Give me more. So, yeah, those two movies. Princess and Day Shift. And Mad God's a good pull. Hey, yeah, just a couple of small films that I uh, want to shout out. We talked about Marcel the Shell. Check it out. Um, help it make money on, on streaming, I guess. Um, and then also one that I mentioned earlier, Chippendale's Rusty Rangers is oh, yeah. a fun romp. It's just... John Mulaney and and uh, Adam, uh, yeah, they're just having a good time. Everyone seems like they're having a good time. It expands the story where I think from an adult perspective, you're just like, this makes complete sense uh, in terms of how their lives panned out. It's got a lot of good inside Hollywood jokes about Sonic and whatever else, but uh, <laughs> it's it's a good fun romp. And again, it just won an Emmy for uh, best television movie. So check it out. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I've seen so many smaller films throughout this summer, but I will highlight a few here. Uh, David Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future. Mm -hmm. Um, speaking of fun romps, yeah, I was like talking about talking uh, about hands and chest. <laughs> yeah, it, a lot of good body horror this year. Yeah, a lot, there is a lot yeah. of good body horror. This ambulance year. even has some. Yeah, too. Ambulance has the the most surprising body horror in Ambulance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Crimes of the Future. I I'm I really like. I think it's really great. Mm -hmm. um, Cronenberg just doing his thing uh, in ways that. Uh, are very humanist uh, despite being grotesque at the same time um neptune frost a movie i absolutely really like um it's it should be on blu-ray soon it's like in, i believe it's screening streaming in some places but that's it's, another one i watched because of you i really enjoyed it it's really different um mm -hmm. it's unique it has i interesting ideas uh, set in this kind of african nation it's it's just a really really strong movie that it certainly held up in my mind uh mr malcolm's list uh, I was a big fan of as well. Uh, seeing a kind of a, a period romantic comedy, uh, doing um, going for like a Jane Austen approach, despite not being a Jane Austen novel. Uh, clearly, there are ins inspirations there, but I just for relying on like colorblind casting, for instance, and other things like this really worked for me a lot. Just kind of, I get it fit for surprises as well, as far as just how much I ended up liking this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, then there's this little film called Official Competition with uh, Penelope oh, yeah. Cruz and Antonio Banderas. That's great. It's a great little Spanish comedy. Right. Uh, I think it's pretty wonderful. <laughs> I, I, I recommend it heartily. Um, I, I funny hope it trailer. It, yeah, it's, and, it's, and it delivers. It's a very funny movie. Um, yeah. And then Mad God, of course. I already, we already mentioned it. Uh, yeah. So those are some smaller films nice. um, that are around. Uh, I certainly recommend. Um, all right. Uh, the last uh, thing here for as far as the summer goes. What are the most memorable 2022 summer movie moments? What are the, what are the moments from some of the movies you've seen that just stu stood out to you the most? Marcus, do you have any top like movie moments from the summer? Um. Oh, uh, the, the first thing that pops into my mind is the first time Elvis comes on stage and performs. I, I had seen a lot of, uh, you know, documentaries about Elvis and all of that. And you get the, the, the crowd cheering and all that, whatever. But it never has really come through on the impact, the, 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 the physical impact of Elvis on stage as in that scene when mm -hmm. Tom Parker is saying all this stuff is what he's, he's seen in the crowd and he's seen how people are reacting and you're getting the visuals of how people react. And I've never seen it done that well. And it really just stood, stood with me. Cool. Yeah, that's, I, I agree with yeah. you. It, it, I think 
something I was certainly looking forward to was like, how is Baz Luhrmann going to channel Elvis energy? Not that I thought he couldn't yeah. do that. I just want to see how he would do that. And he, right. I, I would agree at its best. He really knows how to pull off sequences like that and make them affecting and yeah, representative of, of Elvis in that way. Yeah. Any other moments that stand out to you? Um, let's see. Uh, in Mad God, I think there's a hat turnaround scene. <laughs> yeah. Knife fight the devil. There's a lot of scenes well, he, he in He turns there his head around and arm wrestles can... a demon. <laughs> so so yeah, now that I'm now that I got me on Mad God, like there's a lot of scenes in there that probably you can't talk about. But yeah. um <laughs> there's there's a few scenes that are just like quick glances. Uh, uh, where you know our, our main character is passing by something that's happening, um, and it's. I was like, did I see that correctly, or what's happening here? And and yeah, that those are memorable. Mm -hmm. Those are memorable sequences for me. That's all I can think about right now is Mad God right now. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm that thing is strapped else. down, begging him for help. The or begging that thing for help, and just leaves the thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, <laughs> I gotta watch it again. I I really do have to revisit that. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, how about you? Any uh, oh, any yeah. moments? Swimming, swimming chicken dinosaur, <laughs> fog hat, and pizza papa. Pizza papa. <laughs> <laughs> that's and and the training montages in hustle oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah yeah there you yeah. go yeah i love that movie yeah it's a good small one that. that you should have shouted out no yeah <laughs> it's all good i do like that netflix is they're starting to push it right now they're already sending out for your consideration or screeners wow. for it so they, they really on. want it in people's memories like they don't want to release them in in november october november december they're starting early for sandler it'd uh -huh. be cool to see him get nice. that nomination it'd be great how about you Abe? just a couple um uh obviously the entire uh scarlet witch sequence in dr strange multiverse of madness uh, but then also the illuminati sequence where just professor x shows up i mean i guess everybody's showing up but the professor the professor but the Professor X reveal was great because it used the the theme, the X Men theme, um, yeah. And then also the the theater reaction was was great. And then everything that happens afterward, even up to the chase, um, is great. And then just the other moment that I, I think about a lot from the summer was um, you know when Maverick and and um, Rooster just were on their last missile and they shoot it at the uh, the fifth gen fighter. And it does this really cool S move, and the only F word F bomb dropped in the movie is said at that time. That was a great sequence. It's a good, yeah, that's a good moment. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think everybody had the same reaction that Miles Teller's character had in the in the in the sequence. There it was like, what is happening here? This is so cool. Um, but yeah, the those are some couple movie moments for me. I got a few as well. Mm -hmm. um, when Jean Jacket surprises Stephen Yun and his audience uh, that whole sequence was just incredible for mm -hmm. me uh, as far as not knowing what was going to happen exactly then getting the perspective of how things are happening in that I just I thought that was just great uh, just really inventive mm -hmm. um, I really like the dino motorcycle car chase in Jurassic Park Dominion, World Dominion <laughs> I, I do think it's a fun car like I haven't seen a car chase like that before I thought it was really cool uh, to the point where it's like, of course, there should be like a 
raptor chasing a plane that gets on the runway that get, like what what else am i asking for in dino theme park six if i'm not getting this like what is like, this, a good point it's, it's just like it gets in the plane and then the motorcycle knocks it out of the plane it's fun like, yeah. it's, it's super fun <laughs> Uh, I like when Maverick makes the run in the practice oh, like, right, by right. himself just to prove that it could be done. Yeah. Because um, you're just sitting there in the theater. Like the, like the whole genius thing in that movie is them hammering home what the mission is. Right. And so just seeing like a version of it that's successful and he's just doing it by himself. It's like, fuck yeah. Like yeah. you're just so excited yeah. by seeing him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's pretty good. And honestly, like the ending of Men, despite my, you know, me not being the biggest fan of the movie, certainly memorable. I mean, I'm not going to forget <laughs> what happens at the end of Men. <laughs> it's, it's all there um, in, in multiple times in many ways, one guy. Um, and then, of course, Hero of the Summer is Pizza Papa. I mean, just <laughs> oh, yeah. Hero of the Summer. <laughs> you guys, is he going to return, you think? <laughs> he better. He better. Okay. In, in Secret I mean, he's Wars? in all the Raimi's. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh. He could be Wars, Ben Mendelsohn the whole time. He should be what? Yeah, he should be a scroll. <laughs> uh, he should be. He should be one of the That'd one of great. like one of uh, Namor's water people in Black Panther. I mean, he should be a uh, have a suit so he could be an Ant Man in Quantumania. I'd be like, yeah, I'm small too. Like you know, like he's just pop- everywhere we go. Like he's like you know, Stan Stanley, rest in peace. We can now we can have Pizza Papa be the new cameo lord. Of the MCU, that's what I'm saying. I like it. He's Michael Douglas's cousin in the next one, and he yeah. gets a suit too. Yeah, <laughs> he's Michael Douglas's cousin. He could be one of the other. He could be Rick, one of the other. Like, one of the other Ant Man. We already have Hank, and we have Scott right. Lang, Phil uh, Pym, Phil- <laughs> <laughs> with two L's. Phil Papa Pym, Papa Pym, Pizza Pym. So, but we can get like, um, what is it? Like Eric O'Grady. Like that's one of the things. Okay. Ant Man. We can we can get another Ant Man. <laughs> um, so yeah, pop pizza pop here in the summer. Right. Um, okay. So we have talked all about the summer at this point. Ostensibly. Ostensibly. Shouted out a lot of films that we really admired yeah. and what have you. But now obviously we reached the end of the summer movie uh, season. Uh, we're heading into the fall. So real quick before we wrap up here, do you guys have any movies you're most looking forward to for the fall season? Fall being like now to thanksgiving essentially like any, any big movies that you, you can't mm-hmm. wait to see can i get cynical sure please that halloween ends just oh, get it over with <laughs> i ended already that halloween 2018 <laughs> halloween kills like they just crush my soul i so I you're, not big, you're not big you're not big you're not big so we're gonna have you come on for that episode got it yeah <laughs> i really i try to be as positive as possible and i know that's like, why it surprises me yeah. you're so down on them. <laughs> people are like you don't get it, Mark. Like Halloween kills subverts expectations. I'm like, no, it's bad. Like it, <laughs> you can subvert expectations and be bad. Uh, it's fine. Like you can sure. you can pull a U-turn. But yeah, that, those movies just like, you know, in 2018, they're like, oh yeah, we're not gonna make them like super supernatural. And then you watch this Halloween, whatever it is, and then they do it, and they're like, you know, like the whole point of that movie is like, what mob justice is bad. Thanks, David Gordon Green. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's such a scoundrel he's a <laughs> rascal he's having fun with these dead bodies oh god and then like jamie lee curtis is like he he just gets stronger with each kill like yo you saw him 40 years ago um and he's still <laughs> at it where is she wrong yeah. with every he kill he becomes killing, they locked him up and then he started killing again he got stronger no no but i, I actually really enjoyed this we're definitely gonna have to have like a retrospective with you at one point Ugh. I look forward to it. 
Yeah, it'd be fun. What are you looking forward to this fall? I don't really even know. I've been, you know what I've, I've been, it's been so insane. I don't, like I'm kind of in a now. What's, what's coming out in the next few months? Uh, a lot. Uh, <laughs> no, guy, I, I, okay. I, we'll get, we'll get back to you. How about yeah, that? there we go. Yeah. Marcus, did you have anything you're looking forward to? Uh, of course, Wakanda forever. Um, oh, yeah. There's a Sydney Portier documentary coming out. Yeah. Sydney. That I really mm-hmm. wanted to see. Um, and the Emma Till movie, uh, because I'm a big fan of Clemency anyway. Um, so I wanted to see how uh, this 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 story was treated. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's the there's the, the whale. Oh, oh yeah, Brendan Fraser's the whale. Yeah, Brendan. Oh, yeah. I guess yeah, Aronofsky. Aronofsky's yeah, the whale. There it is. That's Brendan one. Fraser is the whale. That, that correct the is. poster. That's the one I want to watch. He got a six minute standing ovation. He cried makes me yeah. makes me sad and don't worry darling all this cra- all the, everything that's going on i just want to watch the movie yeah it's coming agreed hey benny uh... yeah just as far as uh there's a lot of great movies that are going to come out this year we're all looking forward to them we're going to review a lot of them many of them probably like 99 percent of them um a couple of them just to point out Marcus, you mentioned what kind of forever um blown away by that trailer still get emotional checking uh checking it out so I'm looking for that. And the only other one that I'm, uh, I'll am i name is The Fablemans, which just, just really, really looking forward to what Spielberg has up his sleeve here. You know, uh, I've heard some some early buzz, but also, um, you know, uh, if this is going to be a personal project for Spielberg, I, I look forward to what he's going to offer. Well, yeah, it's premiering at TIFF in a week or two now, whenever TIFF starts. So, I mean, it's going to going to get some reactions but yes that's certainly one i'm very much looking forward to as well along with black panther of course mm-hmm. i'll read off some others that i am looking forward to but also just to give some marks some perspective as well uh i'm really i that that david bowie imax doc i can't wait to see moon daydream i oh, yeah like i've been yeah, seeing yeah, the trailers yeah. all summer and mm. it's like i and i've purposely stayed away from screening press screenings because i want to see it in imax and it's like yeah sure bowie a big screen why not like that looks it looks unique uh the woman king's coming out i'm looking forward to the woman king oh yeah uh, tri- triangle of sadness i'm a big fan of Rossman's yeah. films um so i can't wait for that i am looking forward to halloween ends i have liked what gordon green's been doing for the mm-hmm. most or at least finding it interesting i'll say right. I still rank them in the middle but you know i, I want to see where yeah, i mean there is a design so we'll see what happens uh i uh the banch the the banshees of indish from uh-huh. Martin mcdonough um yeah James Gray has a new film, Armageddon Time, which similar to the Fableman seems to be like an auto, like a semi-autobiographic uh, movie with you know people that I like, mm-hmm. uh, and I like James Gray. The Lost City of Z is still amazing. It needs to be seen by more people. Uh, so good. Yeah, Bring that so. back. Um, what's his face? Uh, yeah, with Pizza <laughs> Uh What's his face? Um, uh, Henry Selick's back finally with Wend- Wendell and Wild. Uh, with oh, Key, his stop motion film for Netflix with Key and Peele. I didn't know um, this. Yeah, it's been like teased for like a year. <laughs> so yeah, it's finally has a release date. It's coming out in October. Okay. Uh, and it's Henry Selleck, who makes good stop motion animated movies. So yeah. um, I'm very curious what Bones and All is all about. That's the new Luca Guadagnino film oh. with Timothy Chalamet about like, yeah. it's like a romantic comedy with cannibals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like, a lot of buzz. Yeah. By default, see. interested in this. <laughs> and we talked about the trailer for this one, but I want to see Devotion. I, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you know korean war fighter jets with uh what's his face um jonathan majors and um 
hangman. The guy who put fog <laughs> yeah. onto the. Um... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five fog had you Set yeah. it up. Yep. Uh, that's a handful of those. There's some other right. movies coming out, but uh, yeah. certainly those are ones that have it's my gonna attention. Be a packed, uh, it's going to be a packed fall and uh, winter. Yeah, I I purposely didn't list the winter film. There's so many more. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's going to be so many things that are coming out during awards. Yeah, like the, the Venice Film Festival is happening right now. A lot of films yeah. are, you know, that are going to be coming out in winter here and there right, right now. So we'll see. We'll see how yeah. it goes. But that does bring us into the fall season, but to the end of this summer movie gamble episode, recapping the results. Uh, once again, congratulations to Maxwell Hadid. Congratulations, uh, Maxwell. Winning Summer Movie Gamble X. Uh, congrats to all the entrants, including, of course, Marcus and Mark Hoffmeyer. Of course, uh, But yeah. that is going to do yeah. it. That is going to do it for this week's episode about Now, There, and Abe. Uh, you can find more of my work on my personal blog, thecodezeek.com. Everything I do ends up over there. I also write movie reviews for We Live Entertainment and Why So Blue. And I'm on Twitter, Aaron's PS4. Abe? For more fun stuff over my Instagram, abe.mua and twitter.com slash moose. Hashtag congrats, Maxwell. Marcus Robinson, where can people find more of your work online? Uh, moviesmarcus.com, uh, moviesmarcus on Twitter, and moviesmarcus1 on Instagram. All right. Mark Hoffmeyer, what would you like to plug today? Oh, geez, Louise. Uh, movies, <laughs> www.moviesomesofflakes.com, F L I X. Mark Hoffmeyer, M. Hoffmeyer on Twitter. And then Movie Films of Flicks on Instagram and Twitter. I also wrote about the feud between Elmo and Rocco for the film theorists. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, okay. so can I find in, that? I look forward to reading Mark this. Hoff, if you type in Mark Hoffmeyer film theory, uh, you'll see the episodes I write for them. Okay. I'll so, definitely put a link to that in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. it's Man, I went deep into Sesame Street lore, y'all. It's... Uh, but it's doing well, so it's cool to see. So check that check that out. And then I also um, figured out how tall Tom Cruise was in all of his movies. And it, you know, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Um, you you found yeah. out you found out his height for each one of his movies. Yeah. And wow. So, you know, okay. All right. I dig it. This like in Vanilla Sky, he's on. You know when when he gets put up against the um, uh, when he's getting his mug shot, and then in Jerry Maguire, they're like, oh, you know, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. is five ten. So I measured them next to each other. <laughs> I measured him next to like seventy two Nissans. Uh, like 1972 Nissans, I figured out the height of like door frames. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, there, but yeah, they they condensed it in about three minutes long. But it was a cool assignment for fandom, so they they had me do that. So if you go type in fandom on YouTube, go to buy the numbers. I work mm-hmm. on that series for them. So great. But I just I felt like you guys. I had a ruler. I got a ruler up to the TV screen, just measuring his height in different scenes, and it's like it's thrilling. Like in all the right movies, like I'm five ten. I'm like, oh well, that's done. So yeah, every single movie I watch and I figure out his height. <laughs> I dig this. Yeah, what a cool assignment. Yeah, so um, awesome. yeah, check that out. And then, oh wait, real, real quick. Uh, the mm-hmm. FDA in fandom hired me to figure out like the vaping effects on Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, Flash, and somebody, another DC character. So those should be coming out soon. Wow, so the Food like... and Drug Administration? Yeah, they wanted wow. me to like, they're like, how how much time would Batman lose if he vaped? So I had to like do all the math on that. <laughs> Finally, someone wow. did the math on that. Yeah. I yes. love that. They, I, I love that. I've got my, like, I get these assignments. It's like, these are right. cool. yeah. yeah, put me in. So yeah, watch those videos. Cause they're, they're, they're actually a lot of fun to work on. So yeah, check those out. Awesome. Great. Well, you can find all the other episodes about now, there name on iTunes, audio, Spotify, and Stitcher. Yeah. We're on the internet over at, uh, HSWD, SoundCloud, Podomatic. Feel free to email us at outnowpodcast at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash outnowpodcast or twitter.com slash outnow underscore podcast. 
And of course, our Instagram page, Instagram.com, social now underscore podcast as well. And of course, leave us a film review and a star rating over on iTunes. That'd be great. That'd be great. Thank you. Uh, Mark, Marcus, thank you both for joining us this evening. Thank you both. Yeah, and guys. congrats. Top three and thank top five. Thank you. Hell yeah. That's what's up. Number you know, the, three. The good levels. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you the link for that Elmo video. So I found it already. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's doing well. I can think that's gonna be a good one. So, but yes, glad to have you guys on. And as always, look forward to having you back in the future. Thank you, the listeners, for listening. Thanks to the contestants in our summer movie gamble, of course, as well for contesting. And uh, <laughs> we'll be back next year with another summer movie gamble. But until then, and until next time, so long. And we had a great summer.